0: Hey everybody, welcome to Star Trek, the next conversation. Obviously, as you know, the best Star Trek podcast in the galaxy. I'm Matt. I'm Andy.
2: I am not Masaka.
0: I am Ehat. Nice. Classic. It's true. You have a problem with Masaka? You look confused. Uh, no. It transcends... I mean- franchise, You know, it doesn't have to be Deep Space Nine specific.
1: It is more performance art than it is an episode. That much yeah. I'll, I'll grant you.
0: And I think we all bore
1: witness. <laughs> How joyful would any of us be if you're walking through some hoity-toity performance art thing in a museum and then on one, you know, they always have video installations. One of the video installations is him going, I am not Masaka. <laughs> oh my <somebody>. God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> little plaque next to it that says masks and it says uh, "C nineteen ninety three. <laughs> yeah uh, That would be fantastic I would be very excited about that But we're not here to talk about the great performances in masks, we're here to talk about the great performances on Deep Space Nine and say to Andy answer this question
2: Andy, would you have them watch this episode?
0: I mean, it's got a lot of trill
1: stuff and drama, sure.
0: Trill stuff and drama.
1: <laughs> Should that be another t-shirt that we'll never make?
0: Matt, would you have them watch this episode? It has antagonists and plot and also there is some... Uh, yeah, just watch it or whatever. okay. Anyway,
1: Are you not a fan of Trill stuff any more than you are of
0: Klingon stuff? No, I like this episode a lot. Well, there you go. Sorry if I wasn't clear when I was making my uh, statement that, that said pretty much nothing. <laughs> Jeez. Back off. Uh, let's geez. go to the Admiral's Club.
3: Go to
2: leave a faster star review, enjoy
0: how did go to the uh, club leave a five-star review anywhere any literally anywhere a bathroom wall uh the like underneath your uh that that mileage sticker on your car for an oil change yeah. you know tells you the next time oil change and you can also write underneath it star trek tnc five stars doesn't matter where you're in i mean just send us picture but yes. I mean, you don't have to send this. Well, yes. Just yes, you will knowing, be in. Know, know in your heart that you're, you're in. Yes, you're in. Yes. But if, if you, you want Andy to talk about it on the internet, right. then you If you, you want to be in contention
1: for that, then you have to send me a picture. Uh, here's one of them from Striped Kitty. I assume is a South Park reference. Um, just the best. It is truly the best or Star Trek podcast out there. As a
0: woman, uh, I was... What's that? There was, there was a word in there that shouldn't have been in there.
1: <laughs> Maybe it was a typo. She accidentally hit the worst key. Um, <laughs> as a woman, I was pleasantly surprised at how often Matt and Andy call out sexism in Old Trek. I still rarely hear men express the forward-thinking ideas that they did in the season one TNG episode, Angel One, and I was hooked after that. Will they ever learn to put uh, the, quote, it's time to talk about the episode, unquote, song at the point they actually start talking about the episode instead of putting Mm, uh, a bunch of random Seinfeld and Frank Sinatra segments in between? No, but I still love them. Thank you, Striped Kiddy.
0: Thank you for that review. And welcome to the Admirals Club.
1: Justin Matthews from Michigan, uh, his entry reads, set phasers to fun. I wonder how many of those we've gotten with that title. I think a, probably a lot.
0: Um, a Great Trek... I mean, it's, a, it's a... It's a... It's a... It's a long... It's a long... Road? Punned Star Trekism. Yeah. Like, I remember bumper stickers in the 80s uh, that they sold at conventions. My yeah. dad had a bumper sticker. He never put it on his bumper. He just put it up on his uh, cork board. And it was... Uh, bumper sticker that said he's dead Jim you grab his tricorder I'll get his wallet <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know was so tickled by that, that that stayed up in his office
1: forever. I only know your mom as the, the the diehard I didn't know that your dad was also or is he more TOS
0: uh, my dad's more of an osmosis he absorbs it all through us osmos- you know what I mean my mom's watching it
1: to the point where he would get a sticker
0: a bumper sticker yeah mm. you
1: know huh. um Anyway, Set Phasers to Fun from Justin Matthews says, A great Trek podcast that I just discovered after finding Matt through talk salad and scrambled eggs a few years ago. Mm -hmm. I became a dad in February, and this has helped when I am washing bottles at 6 a.m. and doing all that fun dad stuff. I am only (laughs) on episode 66, season 3 of TNG. And cannot wait to catch up because DS9 is my favorite Trek series. That being said, I hope the Admiral's Club is still part of the show. Open the doors. I am coming in.
0: You are in, and we opened the doors, and it's still part of the show. I can't believe that we've met all the needs and requirements of his Admiral's review.
1: Boy, are you gonna be delighted? I mean, but this I is would... really gonna change your, your world and your child, who knows, is probably about seventeen by now.
0: Yeah, when you when you get, you know, there's only what, 180 more episodes for you to get through before you hear this. <laughs> uh that's it for the Admiral's Club. Great. Let's go to the President's Circle.
1: Why not? <laughs>
2: United
0: Federation of Planet's President it's The President Circle, also known as the top tier of our Patreon, head over to Patreon.com, I'm not counting make you continuum. Patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC and support the show. You get our Writer's Strike special, which is if you sign up now, I will remind everyone. Uh, once the writer strike is over to cancel their subscriptions. You're right. I mean, this is the best special I could possibly have. <laughs> like, don't forget, strike's over, you can cancel it. But right now... I mean, even this is a lot. You're not going to remember this. To is our, this is our bread and butter, guys. Sign up. Get some episodes. Uh, Strange New Worlds, it's coming. Back. And that means Andy and I will be sitting down every week to discuss the episode that has aired. That'll be in our Patreon Get some episodes, enjoy the back catalog, have a great time, meet some great people, and you might get in uh, with your uh, Christopher Pike Medal of Valor, which is the comment Andy decides to read first. Go ahead. This week, it was a
1: tweet, but it is from one of our uh, our friends in the president circle, and that's uh, James McLaughlin um, at J underscore McLaughlin 83. Mm-hmm. Um... And uh, James simply says, uh, in regards to the last episode, Odo really fucks the orb on another assassination in this one. I think that is a spin on fucks the bed. Yeah. And okay. then taking the fucks the bed and putting a spin on it so that fucks the orb is a negative, whereas huh. f- fucks the bed in your mind is a positive. Am I correct about that, Matt?
0: It's it's whatever <laughs> you want it to be. It can be anything.
1: <laughs> so if I said... Matt, you really fucked the bet on that one.
0: Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> you his that's, their though, yeah? that's That's the response.
1: Um, anyway, I like uh, sometimes I like the Christopher Pike Medal of Valor winner to have a little bit of a cryptic quality. You know, give a little thought. You know, like well, what does it
0: mean? What happens? Sure, and make sure it's really something only President Circle members would understand.
1: Yeah, uh, but I agree with you that I do think he fucked the orb in that one, and I think he fucks the orb in various ways in this one also. Um, priority one messages. Proper.
0: Explicit tag. Jeez, Louise, this guy is just letting it rip. I know.
1: Sometimes we think about it, and often we don't. But our, I mean, I'm as always, because
0: it it's not me for once. Uh, so as always, my it.
1: my apologies to the children listening, <laughs> and to the parents who are trying to protect their children.
0: My apologies to the children for having parents who would let them listen to this. This terrible program. <laughs> I encourage the parents to let let them listen to this. They have to see what the world's like.
4: It's filled mm, with broken people like insight. us. But,
0: yeah, that's true. Let's do the thing that we do.
4: Why not?
2: Captain, incoming message. Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on
0: secured channel. Here it is. Who's first? Lieutenant second. John Chataway.
1: What? Second. Who's well, second? first we... in Priority One messages. Yeah.
4: All right.
1: What do we got? <laughs> we are first in Priority One messages across the nation. Uh, Lieutenant John Shadaway, Garrick's Taylor Shop Gold Press Latinum card member, mm. says two things. One. I would like to get everyone's take on new treks dropping out of warp right next to a planet or station, specifically how I hate this has changed I hate it. slash I hate ruined it. the potential drama for s- episodes like this. This is this is purely for you. I, I put this one in where they have seven hours to prepare for the Bajorans' arrival. Uh, new trek the Bajorans, would be there in seconds. And this is a completely different episode, similar to <laughs> Best of Both Worlds Part 2, where they have to drop out of warp at the edge of our system and try to make it to Earth under impulse. Similarly, I decided not to rewatch the Undiscovered Country uh, since it is too my favorite TOS movie. And again, New Trek. Oh, I decided to rewatch. Yeah, uh, I said I decided not to. Uh, and again, New Trek. They could just drop out right next to Kittimer and beam down, and save the day, and not even engage with Chang. But the biggest <laughs> thing I discovered: I watched it on HBO Max and was shocked to find out they forgot about Odo. Apparently. <laughs> This is the original theatrical release, which did not include two scenes. This is minor spoiler if you for some reason I haven't seen uh, Undiscovered Country. Uh, one, of the, one, one, the scene in Federation President's office where Colonel West,
0: Quite Odo, frankly, sir, will clean their chronometers. That's what he says.
1: Uh, outlined his plan to rescue Kirk and McCoy. Also, at the mm-hmm. climax of the film, they don't remove his Klingon mask to reveal he's the sniper. I didn't realize this version existed, did you? Anyway, That's sorry for wild. the Lampy hail. Live long and Secunda.
0: I wonder if... This is... I'm asking a direct question and uh, now expecting him to answer, but... I can do the voice. In the version you watched, I wonder if it had the um, flashbacks when uh, Spock is Vulcan mind-melding uh, Valeris. Yeah, and getting the information out of her. Yeah, when they start saying the names of the people, Can she remembers Sex Cartwright. in the City. Nope, uh, you know when she says like Admiral Cartwright. Yeah, it flashes a, an image of Admiral Cartwright, and then you know whoever else was involved, like a couple, like images flash, just to remind the them. audience
1: who everybody is.
0: Yes, but like this is a version I only saw. I don't know, like. F- Four years ago and i don't know which version it is huh so, um yeah. i uh i may uh, this
1: may be i bold, saw that
0: in the theater and that did that that did not exist in the theater
1: this may be a bold statement i may have only seen it in the theater i may have seen it a couple of times but i may not have gone back to it since then just no, because it's,
0: of, it's my favorite
1: that I can't, I can't be right
0: but it is my favorite of of Oh, you're saying it can't be right that you've only seen it. Yeah, no,
1: it can't be. But you, you—it's your favorite of all
0: uh, of which of all the movies. That's a, even the TNG movies. Wow, that's a bold statement. Yeah, I love me some undiscovered country. That's that's a that's as good a goodbye as all good things was.
1: That's fair, but nonetheless, I mean, I'm sure people would a lot. You know, most of our fan base probably would go to First Contact first, but to me. You think it's better than Wrath of Khan? Did I say that? I thought you just said it was the best of all the movies. No, I said it's my
0: favorite. Oh, I see. Just because something's my favorite doesn't mean I think it's the best, Andy. Mm, interesting with all. the program.
1: Mm, okay.
0: From Russia with Love is my favorite James Bond movie. I don't think it's the best James Bond movie. What do you think
1: is the best Star, Star Trek
0: movie? The best Star Trek movie is The Wrath of Khan.
1: Ha ha! Oh, I'm so
0: glad. Um... What are you trying to try to catch me in some sort of I lie? No,
1: I no, I think I, I said haha, and then I didn't add Secunda because there was <laughs> there was no victory for me. It's just for goodness and rightness. Uh, so like
0: they're both they're both Nicholas Meyer directed, and, and that directed, is
1: true.
0: You know, why did
1: they fucking give him the franchise to fucking usher in the new world? Makes me sick. I mean,
0: you know, long story
1: okay Uh did I finish the sale once again? Yes, I did. Um David S., the homework stealing Vulcan says uh I liked the subtle link to Battlestar Galactica with the mentioning of all along the watchtower Hendrix version. Many people wrote in, some people complained that I didn't call it out. I I am missing, I will remind you, as I am with Voyager, and I'm sure it's something to do with abandonment issues. <laughs> I have not seen the last season of Battlestar Galactica. So um I do di- I did watch up to the point of the All, Around, All Along the Watchtower reference, which is I'm not gonna go into any further. But uh yes. Is it correct. as
0: good as when Chris Pine's character is listening to BCO's sabotage. sabotage? Or is it It's less shoehorn. Is it in. dumb in a different way?
1: Uh I think it's I think it's more effective because it sort of fits the tone that it is going for, whereas Sabotage is more like, It's awesome, isn't it? Look at how awesome it is. This is a Kirk that's listening
5: to Beastie Boys.
0: I mean, yeah. Sabotage should have played when Spock was mind-melling Valeris because they're sabotaging the peace talks, you know?
1: That's true. Or you could have played it, uh, you know, in the last episode when uh, Cisco was uh, trying to screw over the Bajoran militants.
0: Man, so many opportunities. <laughs>
1: uh, Kara, Lieutenant Kara says, uh, "I just wanted to say, Matt." I agree with what you were saying at the end of the season one finale. I also don't rate the show as highly because I think it's a little boring even when the acting and writing are good. It's not bad. It just feels like more of a slog uh, to get through sometimes at least in the early seasons. I guess that's the problem with a lot of with a series set on a space parking lot. It's not about new adventures all over the quadrant. It's about political uh, and other intrigue. It's all about political and other intrigue in the parking lot. I'm sorry I screwed up your joke, Kara. I'm going to read it again. I guess that's a problem with the series set on a space parking lot. It's not about new adventures all over the quadrant. It's about political and other intrigue in this. parking the, uh, parking lot. Wow. do it again. Well,
0: you want to take it again? <laughs> yeah. Can I do it one more time? I guess that's the problem with the series. <laughs> oh, man. Uh,
1: the, yeah. Try to bring me back for this. I guess that's the okay. problem with the series set on space parking lot. It's not about new adventures all over the quadrant. It's about political and other intrigue in the parking lot. You know what the problem is? You don't say space parking lot twice and i think my brain wants to say space parking lot so i'm really approaching this more as a writer than clearly all right, as an actor
0: let's do one just for you go ahead Andy. Say it i guess that's want.
1: a problem with the series in space parking lot it's not about new adventures all over the quadrant it's about political another intrigue in the space parking lot eh, maybe it doesn't help it yeah i think the other one's fine anyway yeah, we says got Cara. it we'll use one of them <laughs> okay great <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, to getting bombarded with mail, basically telling you why you were wrong for not enjoying the last episode more, I figured I'd share that you're not alone. Live long and prosper, guys. Kara. I just Thank read. you.
0: I appreciate that. I like to I mean, read post, Matt. Post-duet, I felt alone.
1: I like to read Matt a hail just purely to bolster his emotional state every once in a while. Thanks. mst 3 Katie. Says, uh, I'd love if you guys turn this podcast... I think this is something we referenced. (laughs) I'd love if you guys turn this podcast into a Broadway musical. With hit songs like, Where's the Soundboard for My Heart? And, You're Not the President of Me. And, Trouble in Tanagra City. And, I Believe that Masaka is Waking. Uh, And, Who Doesn't Love the Encore when the cast comes out to belt Fly Me to the Moon? It'll win all the Tonys. Take my money now. I
0: oversold I that one I because I felt like I'd i bet didn't. it wouldn't win any Tonys, but... Why do you it, say that? We'd lose a lot of money putting you're, it up, I'll tell you that much. You're saying we wouldn't even be embraced on Broadway? No. <laughs> we wouldn't even, as though it's the lowest form of entertainment? You're right, but I just wanted to make sure that's what you meant.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, now we definitely wouldn't be embraced.
1: Uh, Jeff the Human and Maximus the Dog. I'm just saying it's a smaller, you know, market than... Uh, in hollywood uh hollywood uh jeff the human and maximus the dog says andy you said you wanted to hear from anyone with professional experience related. tell me if i've read this one already you wanted to hear from anyone with professional experience related to the themes in ds9 i'm sorry uh i'm just a left-leaning southern baptist pastor in florida wouldn't know anything about insane religious fundamentalists trying to take over society and meddle in public education to score uh, pathetic political points, while an entire demographic happily marches with them to fascist crazy town and shuts out voices of reason within their own camp. Hope I can chime in with relevant input someday. Also, to my friend Mike who listens, please don't get me fired slash disowned. I'll sneak you into the Admiral's Club for some shrimp and mac and cheese. Happy, uh... Sort of sweating brow face.
0: Why would you announce that? We're going to be checking the Admirals Club like a hawk now. Because you have said you're going to sneak someone in. That shrimp's not for everybody.
1: That's a really good point. Increase the security, I think. Tell Odo. Not oh, that he'll do anything. get in that box. I'm down on Odo now. NC Chris 1701D says, uh, oh, it's NCC Chris. NCC Chris 1701D. <laughs> uh, hey, fellow DS9ers. <laughs> Matt's shaking his head at me. Just ma- I just wanted to mention that it's our beloved Odo's birthday today, June 1st, 2023. Spelled the British way. Um, don't forget about Odo. Uh, and birthdays. Happy birthday, to Renee, and the big collective in the sky. Sending love to you all as well. And
5: more! is not MVC. Give and even Quark. And don't forget about. All right.
1: <laughs> EL. Yell... Cam was shortlisted for the Anson Mount Medal of Honor, but doesn't have the hair to pull it off. I disagree. Cam, it's not about hair. It's about spirit. Um, anyway, Cam says, uh, I only know two Cardassians. I don't know their names, and they look alike, so I'll just call them Cardi A and Cardi B. Speaking of Cardassians, <laughs> uh, Cisco says the Bajoran military has been told that the Federation is their, quote, blood enemy. Really? blood enemy i would think maybe the cardassians would be the blood enemy i know it's propaganda but give them some credit for for the for the prophet's sake the federation has been there a year and relatively benign all things considered the cardassians literally sacked the planet and enslaved everyone other than stephen weber none of the bajorans really seem to buy it anyway so it was an incredibly weak lie on Jaro slash winds part mm. i think this is valid it seemed a little. Well,
0: I think they were. This is they're just appealing to people who who want the planet back for themselves. You know, because to them it feels like, well, we just gave up Cardassian rule to accept Federation rule.
1: I mean, I understand they're being the idea. I guess is that they're so um, paranoid about it, understandably because of what they've been through, that they think any power over them is going to be, or any anyone with influence is going to be. A bad influence so I guess you could sort of write it off that way but it does seem a little extreme that they would go to this military extreme
0: um, just based on this you know but you know it's canonical so they did
1: yeah
0: Orn Paldorf says and Myro
1: the hot soup take less than a half an hour in the episode a real buzzer beater I don't, I don't know if that was a bit we did. Um, ben Plavin, our old friend, says, Come on, Andy. Haven't you ever heard of the Bajoran spider dog? They sell them battered and fried next to the Jimja stand on the promenade. Uh, ben Plavin also says, uh, Do you think whenever Jadzia goes on her internal spirit quest with her past hosts, the other hosts get together and scream, Nerd! At Tobin. maybe what are they going to scream at this guy that's sad yeah sad they're just gonna yell sad um roddy chops says i think the trill should have access to memories and possibly the skills of their previous incarnations but the older the symbiont gets the harder it is to remember Hmm. like i know i took calculus in high school but good luck having old me know how the fuck it worked Also, with physical skills, different hosts are going to have different abilities. Because one body five generations ago was a lean, mean master of Klingon martial arts doesn't mean my current 90-pound knock-kneed body can wield a batleth. I I don't think... I don't know. Roddy, I don't think you were the one who sent me a long hail uh, that I believe I read that was sort of along the lines of this, that the memory would interfere... um, I feel like that is disproven in the last episode. I feel like Jet Z is just like Great, I know how to do this and it's just right there for her. And in terms of the physical abilities, um, I think that's fair that obviously, you know, Jet Z wouldn't be as dangerous as a Klingon with a bat lift but uh mm. um I feel I like I feel like the ability is is in the brain and so it wouldn't take that much. I mean, you know, it's like I might I may not be able to, to wield a broadsword, but if I have all of the skills in my brain somewhere, I do okay.
0: Those are physical skills, though.
1: The Well, I guess you're your You are not even lift a broadsword. But so aren't weak. the physical skills sort of tied through the brain anyway? I mean, some of them are...
0: Yeah, but if your body doesn't have the
1: strength to do you, it... That's what I'm saying. Like, yes, you would be as dangerous, but you would,
4: you know,
0: you could get close you couldn't lift a broadsword broad you'd be like i i can't even get this over my head and then like you're probably your shoulder would hurt all right well, wow, well,
1: wow. well not me it, but somebody like, with mid like, well andy somebody is? with middling strength could. <laughs> um lieutenant patrick says so matt combage comment uh where's it go when odo morphs blew my mind when he first said it but I've developed a head that sort of works 99 percent of the time. It. Let's hear it. When he is a person or an animal or even a wall, there is nothing at all stopping him from just having it on his insides. Sure. When he takes a form of not going to the trouble uh, of making a stomach, he could make an internal com badge pocket. When sure. he takes the form of something like a glass, yeah. uh, something which he which one could see through, or when he squeezes through a crack in the door, that. Is just when uh, it just makes absolutely no sense, however. Thank you. <laughs> and I wonder if somebody just genuinely never noticed it, or a specific decision was made to say "fuck it," perhaps uh, because <laughs> they took it uh, took and it by took the them way, a dozen episodes or more for that problem to even occur to them. By then, it was too proof bad.
0: proof in this episode yeah. that it's an actual combat. She takes it off him. Yes. Yeah, it's really f- true. Yeah. Um.
1: You know what he was if he was quick thinking, he, that he would have pulled the that com badge in and then pulled out a fake one. Although I guess yeah, sure. is he I'm gonna allow this this uh the spoiler if you if you have an answer okay. to it. Go is ahead. is he allowed to like create a fake com badge and then hand it to her? Seems like he would allowed be. To? Like can can changelings do that? Like here, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you this fake thing, but it's actually part of me.
0: Here's a dollar oh, uh, that's actually me. <laughs> I don't know if that's come up. Honestly, huh.
1: seems like it'd be gross, mentally. But uh, it's, it's not a number. lot of
0: hard currency floating around, though.
1: It's a great idea for a con episode. Um,
0: one of the like many con episodes like when Harry Anderson used to come into Cheers. <laughs> yeah.
4: <like
1: that>. <laughs> <laughs> or when Kirk spoke. I mean, uh, when Picard spoke French. <laughs> Uh, you know, when he was, uh, had a, you know, what I'm t- you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to go further into it. Benjamin, yeah, Gar- Benjamin Garcia says uh, uh question for Matt and Andy. Will you guys be attending the Star Trek convention this year?
0: Uh, the one in Vegas? No. When is it? Usually first weekend of August.
1: Oh, I don't have a plan to, but if anybody gets us invited, I'll go a little late. I bet you Matt will, too.
0: I'm turning forty. I don't want to spend it at a Star Trek convention. Come no. on! You'd be surrounded by people that love you. I don't want to be surrounded by people. That's the thing. <laughs> Even if they love
1: you. Even if they love me. Well, that's your own issue. That is unfortunately also my issue. <laughs> Colin Despins. So I guess yeah. that's our issue. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Although I would go if it was on my birthday. I would. I would go. That would give me something to distract me. Mm. Um, a little late. Colin Despens hails us. Just started listening to the podcast a few months ago. I hope this is an indi- indication that we're gaining new listeners. Um, I've always wanted to do a podcast myself about TNG with a few friends, but life and work is too busy. Plus, I'm sure no one would listen to it. I saw another Star Trek podcast on Instagram and gave it a listen. I hated it. I now needed a TNG podcast. <laughs> <laughs> in my life and quickly searched star trek tng podcast saw yours i saw that you had already finished tng and moved on to the first season of ds9 i scrolled to a random show pressed play and heard the engine noise and two guys talking i said sounds good i'm in the middle of season four and matt just said happy 2019 i find that i'm a bit anxious for the covid stuff what happens to you guys do you do <laughs> the stupid zoom call stuff or do you say screw it and hang out with each other anyway
0: we did that. Mm, We're still doing the stupid Zoom calls yeah, though. Not, yeah,
1: we stuck with it. I'm a I UPS it. driver. It was just too convenient. I'm a UPS driver and there was no working from home for me. Uh, I'm very excited to hear the rest of this podcast. You don't know the hours I've listened to you to talk about <laughs> craziness. I love it. And if I ever get finished with TNG and if you read this, it'll be a little surprise. I hope more people find this amazing podcast. Colin Despins. Colin. California. Oh, Colin. Despens. in Despens. That's how you say it. Thank you for giving me the phonetic pronunciation. It was a little bit late in the hill, but... Which I had already read. So if I remembered, then I would have done it.
0: Thank um, you for not only listening, but apparently joining up in the uh, Patreon. Thank you. Did he say that? You would be reading it in this section if he wasn't in the Patreon.
1: No, this is DS9.
0: Yes, but... We do regular hails after the president's circle. Oh, boy. Right now we're in priority one messages. Oh, boy. Unless you tell me we're not, then I'll play another sound and then we'll be in the regular hails. Oh, boy. That one was a regular hail. Well, let's do this.
5: Captain, Captain, we are being hailed.
1: Regular hails. This is from Colin Despens, who says... okay. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good, good. There it is. Uh, All right. Now uh, let's play a voice hail from uh, Ricky from Denver.
6: Hey, guys. uh, This is Ricky calling from Denver. Sorry about the background noise. I was in the middle of a six-mile run. Which I don't really recommend if you laugh a lot to this podcast, which I do, uh, messes up your pacing and your breathing. But, um, I had to pause the pod, uh, just because, uh, it's a discussion about editing, like emails that come in and Andy's, uh, dilemma with editing or not editing. Um, I say, uh, excuse my French here, but oh, fuck it. Uh, if we could survive, uh, seasons one, two, and He's three of cool. you know, just TNG, but of this podcast, uh, we're here for anything. Uh, so for those who complain, I don't know, find something else. Uh, if you don't like the, you know, the, the greatest Star Trek podcast yes. that have ever been recorded in, in the history of, of history, uh, go find something else. But, uh, I think Andrew go for it. Don't so even do a prominent section. Just read whatever you want, Andy. And uh that's it. Have a good one. You know, that's why we're here. For the chaos. I mean the entertainment. Uh so yeah. Uh all right. We get back to the run before this. Thunderstorm happens out here and uh day so pod. And I'll be listening in uh next week and every week since. And oh yeah, happy belated birthday, Andy. Right.
4: Thank
0: that's you. Ricky, Ricky from Denver who remembers May twentieth as Andrew's birthday. As he we said, "All do."
1: He said, "He'll be listening uh, to this pod, and every week since, which that suggests to me, he is operating in some kind of time anomaly." Um. I mean,
0: have you never have you ever run six miles? It, That's well, what happens. You fly backward or forward in time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Cool. Um, stream, and then it's like, where do I come out? I don't know. Thank you for the well wishes a
1: lot of other people echoed ricky's thoughts and i was like all right i guess just keep keep these hails long and don't worry about anything and blah 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 and then i realized well i guess it is the people who are writing in who want their hills right who are saying don't worry about the hills <laughs> so what are you gonna do but whatever the case i appreciate everyone's support
0: i mean look when i liked to listen to podcasts i didn't care how long they were.
1: Which like, one? Whatever.
0: What long podcast did you like the best? I had anything. It doesn't matter. Like you know, uh, Simmons's show. Uh, Never not funny. I listened to a couple of those of uh, Simmons's show. I'm just you know thinking way back to yeah. when I was more of a podcast consumer.
1: Um, getting into a book slash memory beta from thomas gill uh thomas says funny you should mention that i I, I think it's illuminated by the rest of the hail. uh in the star trek vanguard novels at starbase 47 uh, are a series of chapters randomly dispersed dealing with ensigns named for actors uh, the actors and clerks brian o'halloran and Jeff Anderson with some clerk dialogue and situations. We just need to make the adventures of Lieutenant Pranksman Beta Cannon from Thomas Gill.
0: I prefer Pranksman be alpha Cannon. Thank you.
1: Uh, I agree. And then we have a prime corrective, which is also the hail from Joe from South Dakota.
0: Uh... You're saying that means that it's a voicemail. Correct.
7: Time for a retrospective, street are objective. It's a prime directive, got
5: it wrong. Hey guys, it's Joe from South Dakota here. Not the barren rural landscape that you think of, at least not completely. Um, the biggest city in South Dakota has just shy of 300,000 people, I think. Um, it's called, it's called Sioux Falls. It's like a small urban city, nothing major. Um, but Chuck Klosterman is not from South Dakota. I don't know who Chuck Klosterman is. I had to Google him when you mentioned him. Um, I guess he's a sports author or an author of pop culture of some sort, but he's not from South Dakota. He's from Minnesota and he graduated from North Dakota.
4: Mm. Um,
5: there is a big difference between North Dakota and South Dakota. South Dakota is a beautiful, uh, beautiful land with lots of farmland and different temperature zones and all that <laughs> stuff. North Dakota it. is a barren wasteland mm. where they really only make oil and, and you know, that's where Norwegians live.
1: <laughs> he hates Norway I kid.
5: I kid. I love North Dakota, too. But that's... no Chuck Blossom is not a South Dakotan. Pat O'Brien... Um, January Jones, they're South Dakotans. True South Bob Barker was born in South Dakota. Not not Chuck Klosterman. He's from Minnesota. And then Pat O'Brien, the disgraced
0: sportscaster so, <laughs> are you talking about. <laughs> That's who you guys are getting rolling. <laughs> I mean, let's not forget all the great Native American cultures the South Dakota squashed out of existence. Way to go, guys! Um,
1: yeah. Look, I'm not taking a side. Uh, I'm just there's saying no side to take.
0: There was some hails, if, and uh, this if was Closterman's uh, not from South Dakota, but from Minnesota slash North Dakota. I mean, in the, the the audience deserves to know
1: in the know? North South Dakotans feud. I'm not taking a side. Mm. I love all of America. I mean, except for what we did. I don't to the indigenous people certainly. Um, <laughs> not on board for that let's just not take a side <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway that's the hails stncpod at gmail.com if you want to hail us uh, please put the title of the episode in the subject heading somewhere you can tweet or Instagram my co-host at Matt Myra you can Instagram me at Andrew Secunda or tweet me at Secunda our Instagram and Twitter account for the show is at Star Trek TNC, or you can send a voice hail uh, to, well, not send it, you can call in to 816 Trek TNC. That's it for the hailback. All right.
7: Is closed, sir.
1: I mean, that's impressive. Fucking not even breaking 40 minutes.
0: I know a lot of you are uh, upset even about that. Not breaking 40 minutes. That's now impressive to him.
1: Well yeah. I mean compared to an hour and change.
2: Many places. Your made us think of so the in your little board node. Let's talk about this week's episode.
1: In fairness, the only reason it's that short is just because I sort of quicker on the draw to uh, pull out the hails this this time. It's not really my my ability hasn't increased. <laughs>
0: so there were just less hails. This is true. Uh Would you say that's because people have lost interest in our show?
1: It also could be that we're on a a downswing.
0: (laughs) We're trending downward. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about this episode, which is post-three-episode arc of the Bajoran coup d'etat. We are discussing Invasive Procedures, which aired the 17th of October, 1993. What's happening?
1: Well, we're going to listen to the all number one alternative song, Heart-Shaped Box by Nirvana. Uh,
0: there you go. Let's just pull it in there.
1: The number one song in the U.S. is Dream Lover by Mariah Carey. Number one song in the U.K., Relight My Fire by Take That, featuring Lulu. Number one movie, Demolition Man. Number one TV show that week, Roseanne. Events, the Toronto Blue Jays defeat the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series. And in a Senate hearing over vulgarity on TV, Senator Ernest Hollings called Beavis and Butthead <laughs> Buffcoat and beaver. That's amazing. Time Magazine cover, Anatomy of the Disaster in Somalia.
0: There you go. Thank you, fellow left-handed guitar player, Kirk Cobain. Uh, we are now doing what, Andy? Elsewhere Andy? in Trek. Check out. Oh, I, wish I had actually known that, because I... What's going on in the rest of the Trek universe? I misplaced that so much that I... I gotta move the sound. I don't know where it went.
1: I like to imagine you just like manually clicking and moving stuff along your desktop. And it's just a huge collection of buttons and...
0: You're not wrong. That's pretty much what's happening. Hmm.
1: Chief O'Brien would lose his his mind with our level of disorganization. I mean,
0: this guy spends a whole episode if he's missing, if he's missing one tool. That's true, but he knows he doesn't misplace them. Whereas I'd be like, oh, I don't know where I put it. (laughs) It's not like this is a new segment, everyone. It's not like this is something that I shouldn't be prepared for. (sighs) Ah. Really, yeah, I am frustrated with not only me, but myself and I. It's <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah,
1: it's a lot of infighting. You're like the Dakotans. You're like you're like the North and South Dakotas of people.
0: I've never looked so hard at a screen before. You know trying I mean? to find it.
1: Eh. I found just train.
8: Elsewhere in track. Let's see what's out there. Engage. In
0: case yes. you're wondering, there's now that is in sound set number eight. That's how many sets of sounds there are on this stupid computer. Um. Continue. Uh, here it is. Uh,
1: here's elsewhere in track for invasive procedures. Um, on October 16th, TNG aired Gambit Part 2. It ends mm-hmm. with Picard still deemed to have vapor, been vaporized. Riker still technically a fugitive. And Data escorting Riker to the brig. Additionally, the Okuda's chronology theorizes that around this time, Kess was born on Okampa. Finally... On October eighteenth, Michael Piller submitted a thirty-six page first draft of the story outline that would become Caretaker.
0: Mm. Wow, so Voyager's really percolating now. Yeah. You mean the the timeline of the timeline of of Star Trek, yeah. Uh cool. Now, what else is happening here? Is that all we do?
1: That's all we do. Thank God. I mean, besides talk about the show,
0: invasive procedures, uh, which is a teleplay by John Welpley well- and Robert Hewitt Wolf, with a story by John Welpley, directed by Les Landau. A desperate Trill tries to steal the Dax symbiote. That's symbiote description, right? What
1: didn't you say symbiote? Or is it? Yes, I did. Isn't it symbiant?
0: Or is it refer like to, to say the end.
4: Okay.
0: Wait, well, I did say the end, but I said it symbiote. Hmm. This is a Maki makey thing. Uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: it's written by Robert Hewitt Wolf, my old friend, my best friend. Who I still haven't had lunch with.
0: Um, Wolfie. Can't Maybe wait for to text and be like, "Hey, where are you where are you where are you picketing this week? I'll hit, I'll hit you up." It'll be great.
1: It's not a real lunch if it's on the picket. I've had a couple 47. lunches like that. It's 82. like a fake one.
2: DS9 has been temporarily evacuated due to a violent plasma disruption. Until the disturbance ends, we'll be forced to maintain the station with a skeleton crew.
6: How are we holding up?
0: Luckily, it's all our series regulars.
2: Here the, at the people we're the
1: most interested in
7: so far, so good. I'll save one thing for the Cardassians, save up this place to last. Just in case it doesn't, I've got the Orinoco prepped and ready at pad C.
2: Any word from Chief O'Brien?
7: He and Odo checked in about an hour ago. They sealed off the airlocks in the upper and lower pylons and were moving on to the docking ring.
2: Cisco to O'Brien. O'Brien here. What's your status, Chief? Almost done, Commander. We've sealed all the
8: airlocks in levels 21, 22, and 23. We still have to check the outer bulkheads to make sure there hasn't been any crystallization from the plasma discharges. Shouldn't take too long. O'Brien out.
1: I gotta say, I think when Dax says, uh, I got the Orinoco prepped and ready at pad C, she kind of gives Cisco this meaningful look that I was like, she's saying, hey, why don't you meet me there? Like, what's going
0: on there? It just, it she just, finally had something to do in the episode. So. <laughs> is that why she's but, excited? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like, uh, hey, you got anybody something. in your brain that, that that know how to do impulse engines? Great. Get off of the station. <laughs> Go with Kira. Otherwise, uh, we have no use for you. Mm, very well could have been that. The only
8: reason you volunteered is because there wasn't enough room on the evacuation shuttles for 600 bars of gold-pressed latinum. Which still doesn't explain what you're doing out here in the docking ring.
0: I It does seem wild that they don't have a uh, tricorder on them, either of them. To
1: see if there's anything afoot.
0: Yeah, but also like you're checking for crystallization on the outer hull. Crystallization on the outer hull. uh, I bet a tricorder would help with that kind of thing. Well, I
1: have two questions. I think that's a valid question. I also question why why is Odo there at all? And why is Odo there in the next time when the people take over?
0: What are you talking about? I mean, Odo's I guess he's there. Odo's, Odo's going around with Chief O'Brien to make well, sure that the station is secure. He is in security. He's the head of security for the station.
1: Are, isn't isn't uh, O'Brien addressing a technical issue though?
0: I think they're both in their purvey purview. You know, you have the chief of operations yeah. and the chief of security battening down the hatches seems to make sense to me all right well then my second question is uh he's saying he's saying goodbye to his brother
1: what is the weird yoga pose he's in i don't know well there you go That's a good question
0: he's in a choice
1: he's in a choice an acting choice yeah. yeah well it doesn't add up unless you explain to me that there's some frangy thing that this is the way they say goodbye <laughs> to their relatives i don't understand what's happening
0: well then maybe it is it's the first time i've seen it well, that's so a lot of head cannoning then. From now on, maybe that's the case. All right. Only if somebody who wrote this could tell you.
4: Oh,
1: that's right. Saying goodbye to so my that's brother. That's kind of thing he wouldn't remember.
2: Your brother.
8: His shuttle left three hours ago. Funny. It's only been three hours, and I'm already lost without him. <laughs> please. Don't try to tell me you've been sitting out here all this time, pining for Rom. I know. I know. He couldn't find a cup of water if you dropped him in a lake. But even if he is an idiot, he's still my brother. And you'd betray him in a second if it suited your interests. That doesn't mean I don't love
7: him.
0: Uh, you know, some 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 quarkiness here. You know what's interesting is at this point,
1: and you know, kind of thank God because it allows Ar- Armin Shimmerman, Is that how he says his mm-hmm. name? To you know, find some nuances and different spins. He's almost dropped the classic Ferengiism uh vocal ticks entirely.
0: I'm trying to think of what one would be. Have well, if you go happen-
1: back to the the first TNG episodes, which they've slowly oh, well, dissipated. Yeah, but, but they, they hung on to that stuff. It's like, ah, I'm, yeah, I'm talking like this and ah, I'm cringing and eh, hopping about like Gollum. And, you know, it's like, are you just sort of standing there having a conversation?
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I don't. You know, Rom is you know, a little cringy, been, but Rom is. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe it's just been so subtle, I just haven't noticed.
4: Yeah.
7: Long and last, your guess is as good as mine. Plasma storms are extremely rare, but look on the bright side. This gives us a great opportunity to study one. Oh, lucky us!
0: You should see the view from the. <laughs> I'm confused. Did the did the did the did the, did the Seal Team Six here? Did they know that there was going to be a plasma storm? Did they cause the plasma storm? to clear out the station to make this easier. The I was a little bit confused about what was happening myself
1: and I sort of felt like well, I'm going to leave it be because if it was if it's important then it'll come up later and then I'll dig into it. But it didn't really seem to play into the rest of the episode.
0: Yeah, but I mean just the ease of them taking over the station, right? This feels like the opportune time. Oh, you're saying did they
1: make it up? I understand. Um no, I think it's just sort of they had inside information that the the station would be empty is, is the way I read it.
0: So it just so happens to be a plasma storm. I think so. A rare spatial phenomenon. I think so. Okay. seems
1: like the other way would be too big a con. I can't get a visual. This,
7: this is the cargo ship at Kena. We've been caught by
8: the storm. Engines have been severely damaged. We need emergency assistance. Can you bring me? Hey, you know?
1: I mean where they should have I've lost it. Known that something was wrong is that's such a Kobayashi Maru sounding message. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really should have peaked everybody's ears, especially the Starfleet folk. For I mean sure. I get the Kira wasn't like Oh, you know. I know what this is.
1: No, but the rest but, of them.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: 100%. Particularly, you know, uh, Dax uh, probably went through it like, oh, oh yeah, how many of her people were uh, Starfleet people?
0: I think two. Oh,
1: all right, Well, then, at least
0: twice. And I don't think that uh, Curzon was in Starfleet. I think he was just like a... Friend of Starfleet. Ambassador okay. kind of a thing. I don't know. I don't remember, honestly.
8: This is a nice way to show your gratitude. We just saved your lives out there. You see, the ever- Helpful Federation. So predictable. a friend, in case you haven't heard, the Federation of the Klingon Empire are allies now.
2: The Empire is governed by doddering fools and frightened old women who aren't worthy of the name Klingon. Maria, the Combatch! They're
0: going to say I something. It. Yeah.
1: Tim, Tim Russ is an unheralded great actor. This is a completely different performance.
0: Well, he's a totally different alien.
1: I understand, but it's like it, he blends into it incredibly. Like I I was like, I, oh, it was only after I was like, oh, who is this guy? That I was like, oh my
0: God, that's Tim Russ. Like I didn't oh, occur didn't, to me. You didn't see him immediately? I had no idea. That's funny.
1: You feel like you... Immediately,
0: the second I saw his face, I was like, "Oh, hey, oh interesting." In yeah. Well, I have face blindness.
1: But the performance is astonishing.
3: This one must be the shapeshifter. Come on, what are you waiting for? It's
0: so uh, weird. Like, no, like, I, the, like the whole like, let's put Odo in this container. Like, I get the the planning for yeah. the for the station takeover, but like, I think as we've seen, Odo is no real threat. Well, I think that's the thing that bothers me.
1: I guess. Well, I don't want to give anything away, but... uh,
0: About what? The episode we've all watched and you feel feel free to spoil? Why are you being mad at me when you don't know what the rest of my thought is?
1: You're blaming me for a thing that you're assuming that I'm saying.
0: What are you saying?
1: I'm not going to say it now because I don't need your judgment. But I will say this. Uh... (laughs) In the rest of Star right. Trek canon. I was totally right, you guys. And know you weren't. Thanks for uh, being on my you're side totally right. wrong, but then it was going to lead thanks me for, into another thing We you're going to be thanks all for being judgy on my side. and
0: weird. Everyone, thanks for being on my side. <laughs> Nobody's on your side. They're all spoiler on my side. Spoiler king. The spoiler king of Chicago over here.
1: What? <laughs> I'm not the spoiler king of Chicago. You're the spoiler king of Chicago. <laughs> I'm the, the decent upstanding Maydard, uh, uh host that is trying to just run his restaurant <laughs> in, a, in a sensible fashion. You're coming in crazy, causing chaos. Um, really painted myself in a corner in that metaphor. Um, anyway, uh, bottom line, I'm ca- per- perpetually bothered by all the characters, as you know, <laughs> seemingly like they establish things about them. I'm like, oh, that'd be useful in this situation. And then they don't use those things in that situation, which I think are usually writing conveniences. They seem to have superhuman abilities. Mm -hmm. And so it's been a little vague thus far. I have a feeling I'm going to see things in the future with Odo that indicate that he could do more in this situation. But these people all rush out, and Odo does nothing shape-shifting-wise
0: to subdue them. Like, he should just turn into a giant blanket. (laughs) And then throw himself on them? (laughs) Yeah. Cover them. Wrap them up real tight. And then be like, chief, get the whatever's. Minimally, have him do a, a, uh,
1: you know, turn into some kind of weird tentacle thing that can block the phaser blast, or, you know, evade the phaser blast more accurately. I see. So... And then he, tentacle he snatch he, away. He doesn't the guns.
0: form. He doesn't form shields that can stop the phaser blast. I don't know. He, can he? He just. Is so I'm asking you. This is you're writing this right now. You're the. You're the. You're in charge of shapeshifter. I'm.
1: Defense. I'm down for whatever they say he can do. If if it's if they're establishing. Well, seemingly nothing. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it doesn't. I mean, but now. But you you should be down for it then. All right, that's fair. Okay, then I will assume that he is useless, but I don't know why they would did such a big thing to make him head of security then. like,
0: Well, I mean, how else could you have I someone who turns into tables and that. clear glasses?
1: I guess he already has been hit on the head and knocked out. Has he blocked a bullet yet? I'm trying to think. Or like a phaser blast or anything? Mm, not I feel not like I he,
0: remember. I feel
1: like he did something in a battle situation already. But anyway, he certainly stands there like a dope... They rush out, Mm -hmm. and he does nothing. He's out of security.
0: It's pretty spectacular.
2: That depends on you. What's this all about? (gasps) Get the Ferengi.
0: (laughs) What do you think of that? What do you think of of the acting there? Let me see it again. Just the, like, I mean, as far as specific acting goes, when the Klingon uh, puts his arm up to Bashir's neck, Uh uh-huh. I think his reaction, Bashir's reaction, is a little much.
3: Chief,
8: were there any casualties? That depends on you. What's this all about?
2: Yank <gasps> Troll, get the barangay. <perengi.
4: laughs> <laughs> no! He's a
1: Klingon. You don't know how hard he pushed his neck. <laughs> Bashir's hair, by the way, is much flatter in this episode. I'm not sure what's going on.
0: It's, think been, it's, probably, it's been, been very controls on the station is <laughs> that what it is yeah <laughs> don't bother
8: please take your hands away from the controls
2: now get to the center of the room do as he says
3: Don't worry,
1: Varad. It's going to be all right. So John Glover as Varad. The two things I know him from something big, mostly, even though he's seen a billion things, are Gremlins True 2, mm. the new batch, and Scrooged. Those are the two major things. Um... He's excellent in this.
0: Uh, where do I know him from? That's the real question.
1: That is the other, it's a, the other question. I don't know if I'd say it's the real question. And while you're looking that up, I'll say that uh, uh, Megan Gallagher, um, I was like, oh, I know her from something big. And this was a weird one. Um, because I think she just looks like a lot of other, or she looks like a lot of other actresses. She, I it was like, I think I was thinking of like Kim Dickens from Deadwood, because uh, she kind of looks like her. But then I realized, no, I do know Megan Gallagher, and I do know her from something big. I know her from the stage production of A Few Good Men on Broadway, oh. which and she was fantastic in. I think like the I, original run, the original run. I was, a, I was a boy, and it was uh, Tom Hulse and Stephen Lang who is playing the, uh, for those of you who are familiar with the movie, the Jack Nicholson part. And what's amazing about that is he basically plays the same part later in Avatar, which makes me think that, uh, that James Cameron must've seen him in that production. I was like, that guy's a great villain. Wait, John Glover's in Avatar? No, Stephen Lang. Oh. I, I, I extended it to the other people who are in the few good men, um,
0: Thing. Megan Gallagher, Tom Holson, Stephen Lang. I think I know him from RoboCop Two, and probably Smallville. Weirdly,
1: oh, there you go. Who's he playing
0: Smallville? Or should you not say? What do you mean? I can't give the man's credits. Is that a spoiler? No, no, I yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't remember who he played but that's what I'm I'm just looking at things that I would have seen him in
1: sometimes there's if it's a show like he
0: was like wasn't he like Lex Luthor's dad right
1: sometimes if it's uh, if it's like on a show like that then sometimes it's a spoiler because it's like oh this character is going to be in it that's sometimes a nice surprise I'm not that Uh, invested in Smallville so
0: he played in the Smallville wiki I hear Smallville was Yeah he's Lionel Luther Yeah okay He's Lex Luthor's dad That's what I remember him from Seems like that's a good cake Even though I did not Watch Smallville Very much That's how memorable His performance Apparently was He's a very memorable face
2: Your turn little man
8: do 't forget to disable the backups as well as the primary systems it's my
0: fault Commander. they called us by surprise somehow they- you're the chief of operations not the chief of security yeah it's not your fault at all this isn't this isn't your fault uh, I also remember him
1: the guy in the carry on fault Bat-
0: Batman and Robin yeah <laughs>
1: All the things you remember from are, like, the second of the thing that I like and know better.
0: <laughs> yeah. RoboCop 2. Gremlins 2. <laughs> he's a sequel. He's a sequel maven, you know? Yeah. Although Gremlins 2 was yours. Believe
5: that you've come all this way. Brave the storm. Just to tell me that the teal is off. Stupid for Ringy.
2: I said no one moves. I'm commander of this station. What is your business here? You'll have to ask my employer.
8: I'm... I'm sorry about all this. If everyone would just cooperate, I, I promise it will all be over soon. What will be over soon?
5: This is an outrage! I demand to be released at once! Enough of your whining! Who are these people? What do they want from us?
3: Funny! I was about to ask you that question. That's enough.
2: I agree. Now tell me what you want here. Dax, I want Dax.
8: She's not going anywhere with you. No, no, I, I don't want the girl. I only want what is rightfully mine. What should have been mine years ago. I... I want Dax.
7: The Symbiont Benjamin. He's come to steal my Symbiont.
1: Great. Actender. Is that an Actender? Mm. Um, it's a great concept for an episode. There's a bunch of people coming in to steal a Symbiont. So uh, gross and I, I, weird.
0: I, I like the idea of it. Also, I just you know what I don't like what? regarding this particular episode. What? It's that trope of episodes of how easy it is for our heroes to be overwhelmed and to have the station or starship taken over. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, I'd like to see them put up more of a fight in general. I agree. And their plans, generally speaking, are not
1: good plans. Like, even when they fight back, it just seems sort of like chaos, and they're taking the opportunity. And But it's just kind of like, well, you're hoping to overpower them. And right. Megan Gallagher just seems like she's, for some reason, a better fighter than every person on board, including the freedom fighter, Kira. <sighs> um, I don't know. It's just yeah I, w- I would want them to be more prepared. Odo's doesn't seem to be prepared. The rest of them don't seem to be great
0: strategizers. I mean, the only one who really does anything to help it is the person who caused it, which is quark.
1: And they have to sort of write that in too.
0: Who has no consequences for anything he ever does anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this is a huge one that I was like, what? They're going to give? Oh by the way, they the-
1: his thing of whatever the hell he was selling them, was that just a ruse by um, Verad's crew? What were the things that he was like? He thought he was going to sell to them.
0: That's a good question. Uh, it's not specified. Like he... it would make more sense if they explicitly said, "I didn't know he was coming for Dax. I thought they were coming to buy my blah blah blahs."
1: Right. And when he thought that, did he think they were just going to sneak on and not cause a fuss? Or did he think they were going to do exactly what they did, which is take over, but just sell, you know, just get their goods and leave?
0: I don't know. And it's it's never specified, so.
1: It doesn't really loom as a big question in your head, but it is like, that's odd. Why didn't they establish that?
0: <laughs> well, it, it's, you know, you, I want the character to be redeemable. Right. Right. You know it's I mean?
1: important in that way. I agree with you.
0: I sacrificed
1: because it seems like this is a bridge too
8: far everything and then i I went before the symbiosis evaluation board and they reduced my entire life to one word jerk
2: suitable
7: that's nothing to be ashamed of neither of my parents or my sister underwent symbiosis and they live happy and productive lives. Only one Trill in ten is chosen to be joined.
8: The rest That's are dummies. Easy for you to say. They chose you.
7: I was one of the lucky ones.
3: Now it's Varad's time to be lucky. Why Dax? There are thousands of Symbians on Trill. Why her?
8: I did research. I worked it all out. The Dax... Symbiont is the best match for me. We have mutual interests,
0: science. I mean, the, the the performance John Glover puts in is great.
1: It's fantastic. And the distinction. Am I wrong? But do they also change his, his hair? Is, yeah. His hair is down here. <laughs> he changes <his> hair
0: later.
1: <laughs> now hair he's got nerdy here. bangs. And then right, later and then, he's.
0: And then it turns into this They later.
1: put more product in his hair. Oh, yeah. Which, that shows. That's what a, That's what really a trill. Having a, having a symbiont in you, it adds more more product to your hair
0: i would say almost every male trill i've ever seen has terrible hair
1: yeah i would agree with that
0: i mean even going back to the first trill we saw on uh tng he had like a like a you know too long of a hair almost mullet
2: the wormhole after you've stolen the symbiont you plan on escaping to the gamma
0: quadrant don't you you symbiont come on cisco I Say it the way Andy does.
7: But there could be dozens of reasons why the board didn't select you for symbiosis. Symbiant,
0: symbiosis. Come on, Symbion-
7: damage. symbiance, symbiance, symbiance. The symbiant and the host. They were only looking after your best interests.
8: Your best interest, maybe, but not mine. All they've done is condemn me to a life of, of mediocrity. Well, I refuse to accept that. I, I'm not going to spend the rest of my life dreaming about what I could have been, what I should have been. I deserve more, and I'm going to get it.
4: Yeto,
3: Takar, it's time.
2: I'll have no pot in this.
0: So they had to like also know that there'd be a doctor there who could perform the surgery. <laughs> well, I think
1: I, I think Quark told them everything, and maybe he didn't know what the, all the reasons what? were.
0: Wow, he really sold them up the river.
1: I mean, I it's not established, but it seems like they're too well informed about everything on the on the station.
2: Wow, Chief O'Brien's face wound first. It won't take long. There's an emergency medical
7: kit in the console. Get it. Hold still, ah. Chief.
0: You know it's funny about this. In each of his instances of performing medical tasks, yeah, he needs someone else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I know the third one is like a ruse, <laughs> but like it's just very funny to me that like. Here, you do this. I'm going to go. He doesn't <laughs> finish it. it. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's one other thing. Uh, I feel like it's very rare to well nigh never seen or at least specified to see an actual phaser burn, even though I, you know, obviously that's probably what's happening. I always interpreted it as kind of like when somebody takes a phaser stun, it's just sort of like, you know, goes through their clothes and almost like electrifies them kind of a vibe. Whereas this is. An actual burn through
0: the skin. I assume it's the uh, various settings, you know. Yeah.
8: Good luck. It won't be long now, and then you'll see. Everything will be just
0: as I promised. My hair will be better.
3: <laughs> I know.
0: He's going in for a haircut. I love it. Uh. So. Um. He's got the it's... bad hair he's got the bad hair the whole time, even during the procedure he's got the bad hair
1: well yeah he doesn't have the symbiont in him yet the host um
0: within hours.
1: Bashir is uh is is it this is the moment i guess when she wakes up there's a scene where Bashir is back to being super weird yeah, it's when she comes out of it Um, with um with
0: uh You could look at it like that. I look at it as like him understanding the gravity of the situation and what fear she must be in and him trying to comfort her. And it comes across only as sleazy because we've seen uh, this character before.
1: Well, we've never seen a turn. (laughs) So it's like, oh, I'm not. I'm a different. You know, he's done some more honorable things since then. But also he takes his her face in his hand. He's like stroking her. He's just being super weird. Wait, look at these gloves, though. That's pretty weird. (laughs) Uh, This uh, taking out the the symbiote really gave me the creeps. It's really gross and upsetting. How so? I don't know. That it's just an organic part of her, and she's sort of cutting it off and stuffing it in (laughs) somebody else's stomach. It's all real gross. (laughs) The uh, stomach uh, effect of the folds in the stomach is really convincing. It's really good for the time.
3: something. Do you have any suggestions? Why should I have any suggestions? I'm the military mastermind. I'm just a victim of circumstances. Victim, really? Then maybe you'd like to tell me how four-armed terrorists got by our docking ring security grid.
4: Security grid? I don't know anything.
3: Well, save it, Quark. You crossed the line this time.
4: It'll be, It'll be fine death death week. It'll next week. It'll be fine next week. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> next week we'll have and other things to do. we <laughs>
1: oh also in the um, in that prior scene uh, I feel like uh, first of all Bashir's I think even being weird with the symbiont he's being sort of uh, uh, I don't know uh, has an odd vibe about him when he's holding it lovingly and moving it across the room and then the se- se- what you could argue is like all right, well it's him being respectful of knowing its importance to Jadzia. Um
0: oh I think his plan the whole time is to get it back into Jadzia so he doesn't want to harm him
1: uh, and then the...
0: What do you expect him to do? Like, throw it like a, like some sort of football? It's his... To so the Klingon, and then the Klingon could dunk it into his tummy?
1: It's his, his... performance is... He's got weird looks on his face the whole time.
0: You have so many problems with his performance this week. I only didn't like his neck thing.
1: I mean, I don't like his... <laughs> I think his hair is weird. And then the last Varad. thing is, when the, uh, when the symbiont goes into uh, uh, Varad... That seems totally like a Neo-downloading information thing. He's like,
0: oh, <gasps> yeah, that's how oh. it's portrayed there. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: Well, I feel like people are sort of trying to tell me it's not like Neo-downloading, really. Some people are.
3: Uh, yeah. They didn't leave everybody. him any other choice. Oh, that's his reason. What's yours? I owe him. I grew up on the streets of Kafka 4. I never would have made it out of there without Barad. Varad.
2: What was he doing on Kafka for?
3: He was the communications clerk at the Federation consulate. He used to visit the accommodation house where I worked. I used to help him relax. When he was recalled to Trill, he asked me to go with him. We've been together ever since.
1: What are you reading to help him relax?
0: Anything? Uh, She's a prostitute. Okay. It, a says so, it says so on memory alpha. I feel like that's a... That's a
1: guesstimate by memory alpha's part but it i does agree seem like that's in what fact she's like implying.
0: so much so that i agree that like could be kind of but a like she's situation. literally described as the a pair of klingon mercenaries to and yetto and former prostitute mariel <laughs> right <laughs> it's like oh okay so you, so you decide uh, whatever all right sure makes sense i guess doesn't got, but she doesn't say situation. she was a sex worker it's very killed. odd She says it in a polite way. (laughs) I see. (laughs) An accommodation house, you know? Wink, Mm -hmm. wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Help him relax. Don't you understand the subtext here?
3: I know he'll change. He'll be smarter, more confident. But in all the important ways, he'll be the same.
2: I'm sorry, but if he told you that, he's lying. Once a trill is joined... It's like a rebirth. He'll be an entirely different person.
3: If you think I'm going to betray Virad you're wrong. It doesn't matter what you say. I love him. And I'm going to stand by him, no matter what.
8: I never doubted it. Look at my hair. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Virad.
8: No, not just Virad. I'm Verad Dax.
1: It's an upsetting episode. It's really. They really do successfully communicate how awful this would be. Like both in the intrusiveness um and um I don't know, sort of uh I don't know what you would but he would say body um infringement uh on Jedzia. Uh, and jed z's experience of it and how what associate what a sociopath this guy is it's just all really effective upsetting I storytelling
0: i think he just wants what he deserves like what <laughs> was rightfully his i don't understand why know. you're coming down on against Verat. you're just
1: a classic symbiont
0: stealer matt have you seen his new hair it, that is nice it's exceptional that's fair
8: The operation was a complete success. <laughs> Come on. All this right. is weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like my doctors doing, don't I? I've got
2: you stabilized. If only we could get the same back in time.
7: I'm scared, Jelly.
0: You're not going to die. Do you hear me? I wish she was like, wait, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to die? She's scared. She just came out of
1: surgery. And he's like stroking your face. It's real, it's just not cold.
8: Just rest. Dax. That's right, Benjamin.
2: It's me. Curzon, Tobin, Jadzia. <laughs> all the others. They're all a part of you now. It's amazing. So
8: many ideas, so many memories eight lifetimes of
2: memories (laughs) it must be incredible it's better than i ever imagined the station must look very different to you now it does i i
8: know this place (laughs) and i know you benjamin (laughs) (laughs) of course you do remember when we first met teleo station Anastasia oh, and that trip we took to the Cliffs of Bowl <laughs>
1: See there's not a hesitation this guy just Has all the we memories the living- Well he's
0: been prepared for it well. That's why it was rightfully his
1: Yeah but he didn't know the information Until the
0: yeah but it was right, Rightfully his symbiote that's what I'm saying <laughs> so you, You've got the wrong bad guy In this episode
1: <laughs> I'm sorry I'm, I'm arguing a Different point but
4: yes <laughs> Hashtag yes.
0: Varad was right <laughs> Really? Like, there's no indication that Jed Zia's hair got any better. I was, right, I assume that should it did. be the first indicator. It'd
1: be hilarious to see a, a pre-Dex Jedediah just got a terrible frizzy, <laughs> just unkempt mess, Wormhole. <laughs> or she has exactly Varad's hair from before. It's all it's all pasted down in a weird One flat of Zia's bangs.
2: <laughs> it's a Caesar cut. Like. Now that woman is bleeding to death in the infirmary. <clears throat> I'd rather not discuss that, Benjamin. You have to discuss it, Dax. You know, as well as I do, we can't let her die. She's not going to die. She'll live on, in me. Jadzia's memories will live on. But Jadzia herself will die. And you'll have killed her. You think I don't know that? I'll never be able to forget
8: it. But I promise you, Benjamin, I'll do all I can to make up for it. I'm not going to the Gamma Quadrant to hide. There are entire worlds who can benefit from my knowledge and experience. I can help them. And I will.
2: I have a better idea. What's that? Help, Jadzia. Come with me down to the infirmary. Put the Sympion back where it belongs. I can't do that, Benjamin. Even if I wanted to. Don't you see? It's too late. The integration is already underway. But there's still time to stop it, Jadzia's life can still be saved.
3: Don't listen to him, he's just trying to confuse you. It's all right,
2: Muriel.
8: Benjamin, the symbiont is still weak from the operation. If we attempt another joining so soon, it might not survive. Are you willing to risk that?
2: I am. The question is, are you?
3: Why are you wasting your time with him?
2: Because he's my friend!
8: Now go watch the others.
0: <laughs> that's what that's what I say to Dory every time she asks me why I'm wasting time recording three hour podcasts. Yes. Yeah. I yell, Because he's my friend. Uh, we have to talk about Star Trek. And how does that sit? She rolls her eyes. That's exactly right. And accurate. then and then and then leaves the room, usually.
1: So I thought that this was going in the direction of I don't remember the thing i was comparing it to it was a star trek episode recently where it was like somebody gained more that we were watching that somebody gained more information or more knowledge of an experience and then mm-hmm. they went from good to from bad to good was it one of the doctor ones on voyager whatever the case i thought that's where this one was going where it's like Benjamin is now counting on that now that Dax and Jed Z are, are part of this guy that he'll be able to reason with this Verad Dax Varad Dax and he'll have a morality that he didn't have before when he chose to do this but he doesn't that's not where mm-hmm. it goes and that says to me even more that the current host is the one that calls the shots it might be yeah, of course. influenced by the personalities and the memories, but really the current host is the dominant aspect. Because my, my sense is, and maybe I'm wrong, that the previous hosts, while they had their flaws, were not corrupt, immoral people.
0: Which is a result of the Trill's vetting process.
1: Right. I see. I see. And does the symbiont itself, do we ever get a sense of the symbiont itself have a morality or is it just sort of bend to whatever the host is? Or do we not know?
0: Or you can say pass if you. I assume it's a sh- shared sense of right and wrong.
1: From the memories. Or you're. Sa- I guess I'm wondering how much of it comes from
0: the symbiont itself. I don't know the symbiote I wish the symbiote would just talk one day and just like come out and just be like well hello here's what I think we should do
2: (laughs) hello my baby hello my darling (laughs) then you're not the Dax that I know our friendship is over
0: wow I mean that's just like that's that's (laughs) cold He stole, he stole a symbiote that belonged to him rightfully. He says, "I believe him." <laughs> Why do you believe him? He's not <laughs> one of our main characters.
3: Scenarian egg broth. It'll keep your strength.
1: Made up word. Word we know. Word oh, we know.
3: I don't drink it. it makes no difference to me.
7: Uh, hold on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a great read of someone who was shot in the shoulder by the same person <laughs> who's trying to give her soup.
1: <laughs> it is, it's a funny moment. I guess it's just supposed to show that she's Even
2: looks
0: different, doesn't he? human.
1: Or whatever. Uh, Not human. I actually do wonder what her... Prostitute what her, with the heart of gold. Uh, I was going to say what her species was. <laughs> because she seems to fucking beat Kira easily.
0: I mean I'm trying to think of it. Have we seen Kira win any hand-to-hand fights yet?
1: I don't know that we have and it's kind of disappointing I hope it changes as, we, as time goes on because it really doesn't fit what I would perceive that they tell us about her mm-hmm. oh. I mean she's obviously brave but doesn't,
2: doesn't seem to be able to kick ass much Go in there and talk to him
3: Talk to him about what?
2: I don't know. Whatever you want. I'm sure the two of you have a lot to say to one another. Ask him where he gets I don't his want hair disturb done. Him. Why not?
3: <laughs> because I don't want to. Oh,
2: look at him sitting in
3: there all alone. He needs <laughs> you. That's enough.
2: I don't understand why you're being so reluctant. It's the <laughs> time for the two of you to get reacquainted.
3: I said that's enough.
2: For real? Is anything
8: wrong?
3: No. Everything's fine. Good. Be careful.
8: I wouldn't want anything to happen to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's he saying that to? That's the beauty of that line. <laughs> it's a good point. Cisco. Um, <laughs> oh. So, cork. I, I assume Cork's plan is to get down to the infirmary. Well, that's what I kind of like about where
1: it lands because i mean frankly his, his plan to sort of throw the coin and distract the guy would have worked if he alerted anybody else that that was what the plan was and then they yeah. all could have struck at once but given that that's not how it plays out it does seem but like it's
6: Ferengi ears are incredibly sensitive so i'd better run some further tests <laughs>
8: Quark is. The 20%. I guess
1: Jedzia in the last episode started to become the Jedzia I'd like her to be, which is, you know, using her skills and fucking which being is funny and awesome. Not
0: at all like Jedzia, instead like one of the hosts. Could be. <laughs>
1: she was also funny and long suffering. I assume that comes from jedzia but maybe it doesn't maybe that comes from host too but whatever it is i like that character it's turning out and i like where they're going with quark outside of the fact that they're making him a little too despicable in terms of his moves at the beginning of the show but i like right. that he's he's clever in this episode it's really great he gets to fucking pick the lock he's really using his the things that you would think a high level ferengi would be good at you know he's manipulating them in a in a way that's that's helpful high
0: level in the sense of really really good at dastardly things (laughs) yes but but
1: that's what i can think all of them it's like you want them to be good at the thing that that they're we are told that their species or this person would be good
0: at (laughs) passover they're good at passover what do you mean other jewish things you know what they would be good at
1: signing off on this (laughs) i was
0: walking with henry by the park yesterday and uh one of the orthodox kids you know uh, on his scooter like stops me and goes excuse me you're jewish oh wow you get started early yeah yeah." and i go no but he is and then we just kept walking (laughs) (laughs) he didn't work uh he didn't work henry no, he didn't. And to the like, mitzvah nah. tank. And he goes, he is? And I'm like, yep. And I just da, de, da, kept walking. <laughs> Why are you I with that it's guy? Hard
8: for, <laughs> Been hard for both of us, but it's almost over.
3: Good. I'm getting tired of waiting here.
8: I'm due doing? back on Broadway. All, thanks to you. I couldn't have done this without you. I would have spent the rest of my life a mediocre man only dreaming about what might have been. With bad hair. You know what you have to do. Now, you just worry I about have a you left part fate.
3: The Klingons <laughs> and I'll make sure that no one stops you.
8: Remember, I don't want you staying here any longer than you have to. Give me an hour, then head for the wormhole. The runabout's on pad C.
3: The sooner you leave, the sooner I can follow, and the sooner we'll be together.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: Is he
3: It's going to be alright Just
1: not up. interested in her anymore Why does he turn away
0: I think he knows that he's different I see like, It's like one of those Yeah It's one of those classic things that for Those Trill our, things Our hero We've seen We've seen
1: both We've seen both ways thus far with Trills right We saw the one with with Dr. Crusher where she was weirded out that that the Trill person was... that the host was different. Well, and, this is
0: different. And then... This do, is, have this we is already trill, seen... This is a Trill getting a host. That's this what I'm saying. Not the host going into a different body. Like, it's not like she was in love with Dax, and now Dax is inside this guy, which was the Beverly Crusher situation.
1: I understand. I guess what I'm saying is we've seen both versions... Have we seen the other version, which is basically this version prior to this, where... Uh, our character is in love with the Trill and then they become then they get a new h- host and then the Trill isn't in love with the person anymore.
0: You know what? I would just say stay tuned.
1: Okay. Isn't it?
0: Just wait for me at
8: the rendezvous point.
1: So he tries to kiss her then?
0: Yeah, but she knows it's not real. She's a prostitute. She gets it. Mm. She can tell the difference. People like to say sex worker now. Yeah. Accommodation house worker? <laughs> that should stop be fine.
5: whining or I'll put you out of your misery. It's not his fault. He's got a
2: deep contusion of the auricular lobe and a possible dislocated malleus. In a Ferengi, either condition could be fatal. But if you want him to stop, give me a hand with this.
1: Now, here's another example. This guy is just being a terrible Klingon. Just fucking turning his back on an enemy? I understand the hubris of thinking that this guy's not a threat,
0: but you know he's got something that can put you out. no Klingon. He's not doing anything honorable.
1: Well, no, I guess that's fair.
0: This guy sucks. Did he have to
1: go f- straight into his neck? It seems like he just uh, wanted to do it through his...
0: Look at all that fur he's wearing. I, I don't know. A hypospray can get through that? I'm not sure how is she
8: I have her stabilized but there's no telling how much time she has left we've got to get the symbiote back before it's too late what are you doing? Odo's in here he is?
2: yes and we've got to get him out <laughs> are you sure? quack
8: It's <laughs> yeah. a great read the code. it's really
1: fallen into the park.
8: allow me Ah uh, Standard Delgorian locking mechanism Sophisticated
1: Made up word Made up word, word uh, Made up word we Word we know Word we know
8: That's Hand
5: me it that laser scalpel
1: I love this huh?
4: mm-hmm.
1: Be kind of funny if the scene Ended with a giant Fist
0: punching him
8: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Storms decreased another like, I would like it if for some reason he couldn't get out so it was just Quark had to carry around Odo that's a great Odo, idea like, for a subplot cut in and like Odo's head is in there and he's like telling Quark <laughs> Come what to on. do on <laughs> excellent that should be more than enough to allow safe passage to the wormhole
8: on to it's Edo Barad to Yeto! <laughs> Yeto report! The doctor must have overpowered him. The Doctor? Impossible! <laughs> the shapeshifter. He must have freed the shapeshifter. <laughs> I like
0: how immediately Dax agrees. It is like, well it's the shapeshifter then, it must have been the shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> Into the ship. I think he was just
1: he jumping to oh if he did that just then please. they would have freed oh. the shapeshifter. I'm the the useless
8: shapeshifter no, I don't think you have my best interest <laughs> we got to get down there and steal his, his combat again
3: good luck but well, you're getting off this station
1: I they don't even beat anybody or strategize them I guess you could say that Are
3: real
7: good luck
1: Cisco uses no, his Angela,
8: I guess this is goodbye
1: command abilities or whatever craftiness to convince her out of this but it seems very circumstantial like doesn't seem like it's like I don't know I guess it sort of plays on the idea that Varad's not the same guy but it just seems like it's I want something more from Cisco
0: and the crew I like it because it really fills in a lot of blanks about symbi and and host relationships <laughs> I don't mind that he's different
1: I just don't think that that they should have won
0: but I like that that like that by convincing Muriel well that's what I like I like the whole catalyst here is Cisco pointing out that he is different he is going to be a different person uh huh Yeah. which again answers questions that we've had where's this rendezvous going to be
3: you don't really expect me to tell you
2: no but I hope you like it there Because you'll be waiting for Virad a long time.
3: How would you know?
2: You told me yourself. I saw the look on your face when he asked you to wait for him.
3: The plan was he was supposed to get there first. That he would wait for me, not the other way around. Well,
2: maybe it was an honest mistake. A slip of the tongue. No.
3: He lied to me. He's never lied to me before. He's not coming. He doesn't need me anymore.
4: No,
2: you're wrong. He does need you now more than ever.
3: (laughs) You never give up, do you? I told you I'm not going to betray him.
2: I'm not asking you to. I'm asking you to save him, to help us save him.
3: All you care about is Jetzia.
2: That's right, and you care about Varad, and we can save them both. Don't you see? Dax and Varad were never meant to be joined. We've got to remove the symbiont while there's still time.
3: If you hurt him.
1: It just seems like this isn't enough of an argument. You?
4: Like how, it she's, seems she's, like... She's, it's a-
0: about to, she's about to lose the love of her life, uh-huh. right? Who has completely changed. I see. And Cisco's argument here is, we can get him back, and I can get Jedzia back. But his part of his is argument... This, the reality here is, you're going to be alone. He's not coming for you. Right. Or, we get him back to the way he was, uh-huh. and he still needs you, and I get Jedzia back. This seems like...
4: So like his a argument isn't... Solid argument here. His
1: argument isn't he's going to die because the symbiont's no, going to reject him. not at He's all. saying the Varad you loved is already dead.
0: No, he will be if we don't get the symbiont out. Be- why? Because then he'll be Dax
1: and not Varad. Oh, I see, right. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like Varad will, will basically cease to be... Yeah, because Varad Dax will have taken his place. Yes, right. Um, yeah, I guess it's just hard to believe that she would have gone this far down the road. I guess the idea is that well, now she, she he sees was lied that he's to the whole person. time. Yeah, right. she was told that. I would like one more tell from Varad Dax that is her him treating her badly, but I guess it could have just been. I don't know. I guess they're playing it subtle, so. It's just a huge change for her to turn like I, this.
0: I I don't think it is because her whole MO is... She's helping him. Because she's in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then, again, I said heart of gold. She has a heart of gold.
1: Sex world with a heart of gold.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't doubt it.
1: saying that because she seems like such a fucking badass who can take down Kira
0: she can kill anybody oh yeah of course <laughs> I mean I can clearly see there's no ship there you know <laughs> this is well, what, a, what a dummy <laughs> so,
1: so their hosts aren't helping him here
2: the ship it's gone. That's because I released the docking
8: clamps.
0: He revealed himself too soon
8: and too far away.
0: Yes, he showed him, like Oda's slinked the worst. Up behind. Yeah. <laughs> I think they give Kira the final blow there.
1: Yes, kind of redeemed herself a little bit. People fucking take down these Klingons like they're paper.
2: Looks like that goodbye is a little premature. Don't be ridiculous, you're not going to shoot me.
8: What makes you so sure? This is Dax you're talking to, Benjamin. We both know that if you shoot me, even on stun, you risk killing the symbiont. If I let you go, Jadzia dies. But Dax will live. What's one girl's life compared to eight lifetimes of knowledge and experience? You're not going to shoot me you
1: know that and so do I So I also wonder why he's so confident about this is it because By from so his perspective the yeah history
0: go ahead. of Curzon and Jedzia
1: right so from his perspective he has the arrogance of Varad, who is mm-hmm. using the experiences of Curzon and Jed Z and all the others and they all know that Cisco loved them or those two at least do
0: yeah and that's how he feels
1: and so that's why he's like you're not gonna hurt me and he's not he's not it's the hubris of not incorporating <laughs> like yeah but you're not them because you're some weirdo who stole them <laughs> who stole Dax <laughs> like he can't right. process yeah, he's that he's that a that different part guy. Of the equation correct yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's another interesting thing that the other hosts aren't informing oh, wow. him with that information
0: I think the other hosts want to be back in Jadzia. I mean, Don't the other, me you know. Benji.
1: But can the hosts, in in a in a, in a Twill's memory, can, can the other hosts sort of operate like their own consciousness? No, as, we can, as we've seen. That happens in the second book of Dune, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's fair. I wish his hair was backed out.
5: <laughs> yeah, why did they do that?
8: <laughs> I feel strange.
2: Uh, so empty. It's over now, Virad. The symbiont is back where it belongs.
1: We're brushing her hair down this afternoon. So close. I had
8: it. I had it. And. Now, I'm alone.
3: You're not alone, Virad. I'm here. I'll always be here.
8: I can't remember any of it.
4: The knowledge. The confidence. It's all gone.
2: Commander?
0: Jebsi
4: oh.
7: are you I'm fine
0: can't you tell my hair's radiant <laughs> remember it
7: all everything he thought everything he did
0: this is the worst part and it's so sad
1: it's so gross <gasps> that she's got to keep this, this douche bag in her head forever
7: I guess he'll always be with me
0: I like that she's not mad. She's just like no, so sad about him.
6: Yeah, he's such a I mean, sad I guess person. that's really
1: that's the final that's the final revenge on him is that it's just a bunch right. of other hosts like you know like they see the uh uh Corbin Corbin is in he
0: he left the room and they're all making fun of him. exactly they're all like
1: <laughs> oh my god what a loser
0: no thank God we're not thank God Varad went to lunch right Jesus Christ
1: one other thing that I like uh that sort of a little indicator about Jedzia, which I feel like we see a little bit in previous episodes, but they're starting to build, is when Cisco's saying goodbye to her. I think she says something like, uh, It was, I just want you to know it's been fun. <laughs> it's like, I like that whether it's Jedzia Dax, or it's Jedzia. Or it's Kurza whatever, whoever it is, it's sort of like that that their perspective is just like, come on, fun is one of the more important things. We had a lot of fun. Like mm. I kind of dig that as a as a cornerstone of a person's personality and relationship with someone.
0: We wouldn't know that though. No, I wouldn't.
1: That's maybe why I prize it so <laughs> 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 uh,
0: Very funny. All right, here we go.
4: Not 90, who's the MVC.
5: Well, it's the MVC. Will it be Cisco, Dax, or Kieran Reese? It can't be Worf until season four, but there's a Brian, Bashir, and even Quark. And don't forget about Aldo and more.
4: What well,
5: not non-MVC?
4: Give me a...
0: Is it Bashir?
1: Hmm. What about Quark?
0: Quark caused this problem.
1: Quark did cause the problem. Okay. We tend to we tend to dock points for someone causing the problem that they solve. Yes. So okay, that's fair. Um uh, although Quark is the most instrumental in No, oh, oh.
0: No, 'cause because cork is Quark cork then just sets Odo loose. How is it Bashir? Because he... He successfully is the first doctor, to my knowledge, to have transferred a, a symbiote to two hosts and they both live.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: That's I fair. I mean, it's a medical mer- medical miracle here. Like, he's, he's by far the best doctor we've ever seen I mean, in, it's, regarding trills and hosts.
1: It's hard to remove... Cisco from the equation because without Cisco then they don't get the opportunity to move Jedzia back but I kind of agree with you that that shows a tremendous amount of ability. So yeah, I'll, I'll give it to Bashir
0: too. Nice. I didn't think I'd get you on my side but I did. It's definitely not Odo. It was not Odo.
5: How many Andys does this episode
4: get?
1: Didn't forget about him. Just didn't do it. Um how many Andes? i think there's a lot of really i think it's just a really well-drawn episode i think it's very interesting i think it feels like it's true to the canon they've set up about trails it's a good exploration good performances all around fucking um glover and tim russ and broadway's megan gallagher it's just (laughs) really really great um Doesn't knock me on my ass. So
0: I give it an eight. See, you're, you're skewing too high with the show. Oh, am I? Yeah, because I give it an eight and I really liked it. <laughs> you say it didn't knock you on your ass, so it gets an eight? Well, because an I, eight is like three better than average. There's only two more spots to go.
1: That's why I don't give it those two more spots. It didn't yeah, knock know, me on but my like, ass. You,
0: Shouldn't that be a 5? A 5 you on your ass? No, 5
1: is average. This is a really well-written, well-done episode. I agree.
0: I give it an 8.
1: Did you I guess exp- well explain why do you give it an 8?
0: Oh, because of all, all the all the character growth here and all the stuff that gets laid down about Trill. All the performances are good. Cisco and Dax's relationship is explored more. Yeah. Uh, that's a great. You got Bashir operating literally to the best of his abilities. Uh, I think it's just overall it's a good character building show.
1: Well, the, see that statement overall it's a good character building show could be and that's why it's a seven or a six or it could be
0: No, it's an eight because none of it it never got boring. It was not boring. There was no. uh, It kept me engaged the entire episode. Um, I see an eight as that's a really good episode. I agree.
1: But I don't see it as like, uh, it's like, oh man, that was fantastic. I see that as a nine and just like, this is fucking, this is the best is a 10.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Whereas just like, that was really good is a slightly different tone is a seven. Then, and I was like, yeah, that was like, good. Uh, was a so that, that's where you are, I think.
0: <laughs> that's where your that's where your statement was to me. Well,
1: I think I give it more I give it more credit because it is essentially, outside of the fact that there's some kind of rocket fuel that's missing from it for me in terms of my experience, and uh, frankly, a lot of that may have just been that the action was sort of unsatisfactory. I didn't see the characters doing what I wanted them to do, but um, or a lot of them. But uh, but it's just like you got the quark thing and him being cool and you got, as you say, that it's just like it's just really well-written and well-crafted. So all that brings it up from the six and seven area for me.
0: I think you're just afraid that your friend will be mad if you give it a lower grade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would be shocked if that
1: guy ever says two words to me in person He's going to listen to this
0: episode. He's going to listen to this episode. <laughs> really? This is the one he was waiting for. Good old Wolfie.
4: <laughs> I wonder how much that'll annoy him. <laughs> Disengage!